This is Floyd Hughes, pastor of Crossroads Community Church of Jefferson Hills. I just wanted to share about my new book, Act Like an E-Christian. The E stands for evangelical. And despite what you may have heard, evangelical Christianity has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with the reason the body of Christ exists, sharing the gospel. My book, a devotional based on the book of Acts, prayerfully encourages Christ followers to return to our evangelical roots of sharing the gospel with folks in our circles of influence. It's available on Amazon in paperback and for Kindle, and you can pick up a copy today. Thank you for listening to Crossroads Community Church of Jefferson Hills. At Crossroads, our mission is to be the church by sharing and showing the love of Christ and inviting others to be recipients of Christ's love. Now, here is this week's message from Pastor Floyd Hughes. Um, this, this, this message that we're sharing this morning is, is, this is one of those things that just makes me absolutely giddy because no matter where you are on the planet, if you go into a house of worship this morning, they're all sharing the exact same message. They're talking about the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Um, I want to share a couple of verses, and Mark had intended to do this, so we're going to keep in keeping with what he had planned. So uh, as we walk through this scripture, I'm going to read a verse, and then you guys are going to read a verse, and uh, we'll kind of take it from there. So I'm going to start with verse 1 of Matthew chapter 28. It says, After the Sabbath, at dawn, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. And I had a conversation with someone this week about the Sabbath because there was this misunderstanding that a lot of people have that, you know, the, the Sabbath is the day that we're supposed to worship, and that's not the case. The Sabbath was a day of rest. And then after this, because Jesus rose on the first day of the week, what the early church would do is then Saturday, the seventh day, they would, they would rest. They wouldn't do any work. But then they would get up, and on the first day of the week, on Sunday, they would go and worship Jesus. And it was a practice that came forth because he rose on the first day of the week. Now, you guys read verse 2 together. Out loud, sorry. Okay, we're doing more verses so we can work on that in harmony. It's going to sound better as we go along. But when this happened, uh, the body of Jesus was already gone. And there are a lot of people that think that the, the earthquake happened, and then the tomb was rolled away, and then Jesus walked out. That's not what happened. The earthquake happened so that those who were approaching could see that Jesus' body was already gone. He had already left the tomb. The tomb was empty uh, when everyone showed up. And then in verse 3, his appearance was like lightning for the angel, and his clothes were white as snow. Now, you guys read verse 4. And here's the truth. There's a difference between people who have no faith and people who have no hope. And when I, when I shared during the, uh, the Sunrise live stream, uh, Mary and the other women who went to the tomb didn't go there because they were hoping that the tomb was empty. They went there because they had absolutely no hope. 
And when they had no hope, they went back to what their cultural norm was. And their cultural norm was to go and to uh, anoint the body with oil and with spices. And, And as I said earlier, Peter and his friends, they went back to their business of fishing. Everyone went back to their life. But when you have hope and you experience something supernatural, it's not like destructive to you. It's encouraging to you. But when you have no hope, as the guards did, and you experience something supernatural, it's dangerous to you. It's life-threatening to you, and you can reject it or deny it or totally shut it out. And when they saw the angels, so also other eyewitnesses, they shook and became like dead men. And then verse 5 says this. The angel said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. And the reality is that even though there are a lot of people in our world right now who have no hope because of everything that's going on, because of the pandemic, which has raged on longer than anyone thought, because of just uh, racial tensions and political tensions, even though there are a lot of people who have no hope, Jesus knows the longing of our heart. This angel knew that they had come there looking for Jesus. And even though they didn't expect to find an empty tomb, they were expecting to find him. And all over the world this morning, there are people showing up in buildings hoping to find Jesus, hoping to experience God, hoping to know whether or not Jesus is real, hoping to know whether or not God can provide the hope that they're looking for, hoping that they can find healing, hoping that they can find maybe answer to just the craziness going on in our world. So can we do this? Can we stop and just pray for every house of worship that people experience God this morning? Would you just bow your heads? God, we pray with all that we have that every person showing up, whether in person or online, in every nation, around the globe, in every house of worship, that they would experience you. Whether they like the preaching or not, or whether they like the music or not, we pray that they would experience the anointing and power of your Holy Spirit. We pray that everyone who is seeking you would find you this morning. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now you guys read verse 6. Okay, we're going to read that again with conviction because this is the verse that's the centerpiece of the resurrection. Ready? He is not here. He has risen just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. And we're going to read that first sentence one more time. He is not here. He has risen just as he said. Because the centerpiece of of, of the resurrection isn't just the fact that they found an empty tomb. It's the fact that it was empty just as Jesus said it was going to be. And when Paul later in 1 Corinthians shares the gospel, uh, he writes out that this is the gospel, that Jesus was dead and buried and resurrected. And he doesn't end there. He says, just as the scriptures foretold. That's the, the, the foundation for our faith. Not that it's unfounded in a God we can't see, but that it's founded on historical, archaeological, biblical evidence, eyewitness accounts, and prophecies that were fulfilled 
by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. That's the most important passage of Scripture. And then later, this is what's written in Acts chapter 2, when the the disciples gathered together and they prayed and God poured out the Holy Spirit on them, Peter stands up, the same Peter who denied Jesus before the resurrection, stands up after the resurrection and he says this, God has raised this Jesus to life and we are all witnesses of it. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit, and has poured out what you now see and hear. And what what Peter is attesting to is, hey, first of all, it wasn't just Peter and the other 11 disciples. uh, Well, it would have been 10 because Judas was gone. But it was Peter and about 120 disciples all gathered and praying because they saw the resurrected Jesus. And he told them, hey, I want you to go and wait for what the Father has promised you. And what the Father had promised them was that they would be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then Peter stands up and he tells the crowd, hey, what you see us doing, speaking in other tongues, doing this supernatural thing, that's because Jesus was raised to life and all of us are witnesses of it. And then he makes this comment that says, hey, and when God fills us, you'll be filled with his Spirit too. Because it's not just us telling people, hey, put your faith in an ungrounded thing. It's, it's backed up by the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Paul writes in Romans, he says this. It says in Romans chapter 8, If the Spirit of him, meaning God, who raised Jesus from the dead, is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his Spirit who lives in you. He then writes to the church in Ephesus, and he says this. You also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth. In other words, when you heard the gospel, then you became a part of the family of God, the gospel of your salvation. And when you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. Our faith isn't just based on a bunch of old books that people don't believe in anymore. Our faith is based on the fact that when we put our faith and trust in Jesus, then God gives us his Holy Spirit so that there is not a single doubt in our minds that we are his, that the resurrection is real, and that we are absolutely right to put our faith and our hope in Jesus Christ. Verse 7 says this, this is what the angel tells them, verse 7, then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. And note, the very, very, one of the most important things that the angel tells them is, hey, not just that Jesus is risen, but he tells the women, hey, go tell the others. This is the heart of evangelism. This is the heart of what it means to be the church. Not just that we gather and we worship God and we praise him and we thank him and we lift up prayers to him and we give him praises for prayers he answered. But then we go tell the other people who have no hope, hey, our Jesus is alive so that they can experience the same hope that we experience. And then this, so the women hurried away from the tomb Sorry, you guys are supposed to read that. You guys read that. Notice that they ran, they were excited, and they were thrilled 
to share this message. And I know a lot of us, we're kind of, we get a little bit nervous when it comes to sharing the gospel with other people or telling other people about our faith, especially in the world we live in, because, you know, people can hate you, they talk bad about you on Facebook, yada, yada, yada. But we're supposed to be excited about this. This is the single most important event in human history that we're celebrating today, that God stepped into his creation and became a man which a lot of people, well, I don't know if that's true, I don't know if that's true, but then he proved it by rising from the dead, something that has never been done before, and he did it for us. And then verse 9 says this, suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshiped him, and you guys read verse 10. Jesus reiterated the same message that the angel told the women, go tell others. Now, he didn't say, hey, go tell others to come into a church building. Did, did anyone read that? No. He didn't say, hey, go tell others to join a specific denomination. Did anyone read that? Okay. He told others, go tell my brothers that I'm alive. And he tells them, don't be afraid. Now, they were afraid because they're, here they are, um, um, and most people think they're afraid. That, that the reason he told them don't be afraid was because they're seeing a dead person before them, which I got to admit, if someone who had passed, and I had attended their funeral, and then they showed up in front of me, and I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I might you know, be a little nervous, release some bodily functions, all kind of stuff, because you're going to be scared, right? But that's not why he's telling them don't be afraid, because the verse we read before, they were at his feet worshiping him. They weren't afraid of him. He tells them don't be afraid, go and tell my brothers. They were afraid to go back and tell other people, because when we go tell other people we worship a God who's alive, they don't believe us and they mock us. And in that day and age, all of those 120 disciples, uh, they had their businesses shunned. Some of them lost their homes. Some of them got beaten. Some of them got made fun of. Some of them were ostracized from their family. This message, more than anything else, is for us to not be afraid, to go tell others that we worship a God who is alive, who is worthy of all praise and honor and glory because he proved it by raising from the dead. I'm going to ask you guys to bow your heads as the, as the band comes back up, and we're going to sing through that song again. And I pray if there's anyone here who's, who's, who, or watching online who is unsure of where they stand with God. There's not a, he, he doesn't say you have to come to an altar. He doesn't say you have to come to a building. He just says that, as we read, you have to hear and believe that Jesus rose from the dead, that our sins were forgiven because of what he did on the cross. And God, we pray that that message is, is just being preached throughout every house of worship this morning. We know multiple places that had 9 a.m. services. Some had Sunday evening services, and we know of many that will have Sunday afternoon services. 
God, we pray in everyone that people are going to tell others that our Lord is alive and that he is worthy of praise. And I pray that as we sing this song that you would speak to anyone's heart who is, who is maybe wondering whether or not they can put their hope and their faith in you. Whether they're hoping because of a medical ailment or hoping because of financial issues or hoping because of just trying to resolve what's going on in this world, we pray that they're able to put their faith and their trust in you this morning. And we pray this in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. And everyone said, amen. Amen. We hope you enjoyed the message. If you did, please leave a comment on our webpage, crossroadsofjeffersonhills.com or our Facebook page. You can also join our Sunday celebration every Sunday at 1037 a.m. We look forward to hearing from you online or in person. Thank you and God bless.